0: Get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit?
1: Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here.
2: What you see is all real.
3: What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back to episode 126 of the What Up, Do? podcast. Indeed. And we're back um, after another week of our idiotic president and and racist moves, frantic police, and all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, today, and I had seen it on on the news or seen it on Twitter, but... um, and you, I don't think you're really aware of the mother of bombs that
0: yeah, popped yeah. off today. Yeah, no, I missed that, so I'm not really aware of what happened. I was kind of busy, so I'm not I just too... saw that something happened, but I'm not really aware of what happened. So I, I'm, I'm kind of, kind of lost on the news that happened today. So if there's anything you want to report on that. Um, Not really
3: I saw that we just We bombed some ISIS Hill or some shit Or bunker Or something.
0: Because Like just for like Hey it's some ISIS shit Let's bomb it Or Did something happen?
3: So I saw that Um The bombing At least what One of the things I saw Was that Uh A Green Beret was killed Or something Or Mm -hmm. And But It just seemed to be so extreme for just that killing that no one knew about. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not familiar with. with, uh, So, New York Times, the title is, U.S. Drops Mother of All Bombs on ISIS Caves in Afghanistan. Okay. But, I don't know what the fuck. (laughs) Okay. So, United States dropped the bomb, um, the most powerful convention bomb in American arsenal on it. Okay, Just <laughs> random shit playing. Okay, that was, that was fucked up. Uh, <sighs> dropped a bomb. Um, Islamic State uh, cave complex in Afghanistan on Thursday. Unleashing a weapon so massive that it had to be dropped from the rear of a cargo plane. I don't know nothing about bombs and in relation to where they drop them off in the fucking plane. <laughs> but I guess it was big because it had to get dropped off in the back. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck that means, dude.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I said I've been totally cut off from the news today, so I don't really know what's going on, but um I can't say that uh kind of cycling back to what happened with Syria, um I kind of feel like based upon everything that's happened over the course of the past couple of weeks that what's happened with Syria just I mean, I have a stronger knowledge than the average person on politics, but still a fairly low level of knowledge overall. But based upon what I've heard, I kind of feel like in my gut that a lot of this shit is done to distract from the idea that we colluded with Russia on the election. And if you notice that hasn't really been spoken about in the past, uh, in the past week or so. And I could delve pretty deep into why I feel that way and what's been going on with um, Russia and Syria and whatnot. So uh, I'm not going to bore our listeners with that with that talk. Um, if, if I decide to start a political podcast, then maybe I'll talk about it there. <laughs> but um, uh, I think the, the serious shit in my gut, I feel like it's largely done to distract from the talk of the collusion with Russia. Um, Afghanistan shit, like I said, I, I was totally cut off from the news today so i don't know what happened with that um but in my just based off of what you said about um we bombed some isis uh area in afghanistan i feel like that's um not necessarily a distraction but i'm wondering what prompted that and i'm also wondering if um I'm wondering what kind of repercussions are going to come from this. Cause I feel like if, if whatever causes to happen is not that, not that serious, are we in a position where we're facing serious retaliation? Like I, I, don't, I, I have no idea. I have no idea what happened. So um, I'm curious to find out about that tomorrow. Um, but I'm on the, just on the, on the, on the strength of the fact that, we dropped apparently the mother of all bombs on on the, Afghanistan. I'm I'm curious to see
3: it's the Loretta Divine um, of
0: bombs. <laughs> I'm curious to see um <laughs> uh what what uh what the press is saying about that and what the administration is saying about that. I have no idea so I'm not going to speak on it. I have a ton of thoughts on um the serious shit, but I'll save it cuz I think a lot of our listeners don't really care about that. Nah, um they don't give a fuck nah um before we continue do you have a beer uh yeah at all because i'm like I, I i hate like not drinking something and when i say something i don't even mean like alcohol like i i like to like drink something when we record if if it was water i wouldn't give a shit but i'm sitting here drinkless i've had you know we had a um had a, a vodka we smoked our cigars before we uh started podcasting but I, I hate to be drinkless while we record, so... Um, hopefully a beer can be provided or something that I can sip on while we talk, but, um... Yeah, I'm actually...
3: I'm pissed that I left my cup outside. I had, like, at least a, a good third. Of, is this Twist
0: Off? Nope. Was this Oberon? Yeah. Oh, Oberon. All right. Cool, cool. Um... But I do have a lot of topics I want to delve into. Um... If... I've been kind of... Like when I was, um, I'll say mid twenties, I was really, really, really heavy into politics and I still am to a degree, but the way my life is set up, (laughs) I don't get as much opportunity to really get into it. Like I used to, so I've, I've been trying to get back into it heavy. Like I used to be. And, um, i've subscribed to a lot of podcasts i've been way more into the news and shit like that so i'm I'm a, a lot more informed than i used to be so i do have a lot of opinions on what's going on with the trump administration and um our our dealings overseas and whatnot but um i kind of don't really um want to talk talk about that too much on the podcast because i feel like that's not really what we're here for like people aren't listening listening to this to hear about uh, to get clarification on Syria, you know, <laughs> like that, no. that's not why people are here. They want to hear us talk about white people and their dirty feet, you know. <laughs> so um, I'll stick with that. But um, off top, I feel like the uh, what happened with Syria, I feel like was kind of like a, a smokescreen to divert everybody from uh, the whole Russia collusion shit. Uh, that's I spent a lot of time thinking about that, and I think that's that's kind of where. Where that's going. I don't like. I don't like the idea that. We did that. As a distraction. But at the same time. That kind of shit needs to be dealt with. So. Man, Trump, I'm interested, I'm interested Trump, to
3: see where this. Trump is going to get us in all kind of bullshit. It's, it's going to be fucked up.
0: I, yeah I, I kind of feel like that's where we're going. Like that we're heading in a direction. Where. Um, we're going to burn some bridges or we're gonna start some shit and retaliation is coming and you know what's interesting is i kind of part of me understands trump supporters fans trump supporters fans that's so fucking redundant <laughs> um <Trump supporters. laughs> yeah uh, part of me understands why people like him because i can see people going like I like the fact that our president is, like, ready to, like, fuck shit up. Like, he's, like, a badass, basically. Like, like he's, like, a fucking, uh, like, Expendables character and shit. Like, like, the Expendables, like, mad 60-year-old motherfuckers that was, like, fucking shit up. And I feel like they look at it like, yeah, Trump is, like, a, a fucking badass. Like, oh, you're going to do some shit? We're going to bomb you, bitch. You're going to deal with it. Like, I, I can see people getting behind that. Um, but, and I get it. But, um i don't yeah I'll, I'll save it I, I don't really feel like th- this isn't the place to discuss it I, I don't really feel like killing our killing our fans with a uh, political talk that's not what we're here for but um i think he's a shithead so leave it at that yeah
3: it's not nothing nothing It's month four and we're Four months shittier than we were <laughs> the last president. And so, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, and I try to keep up just, you know, just to have a good, a good bearing on what's going on. But, man, I mean, in short, sure, we're just fucked. It's no real, it's nothing, it's, it's no reason to over explain why we are. I mean, it, I would have, you know, people that listen to the podcast, I would assume, you know, are either on Twitter seeing news or, or keeping up some sort of way, you know, and, I mean, we could over-explain how fucked up it is, but it's, you know, it's...
0: <laughs> yeah, if you want to discuss it, hit me up. But I, I, I feel like it's, we're in a situation that is uncharted. Like, we haven't really been in a situation like this recently. And um, there's a whole lot of shit going on. And there's a whole lot of behind the scenes shit. And I, I would recommend for a lot of, uh, a lot of Americans and a, a lot of our listeners to kind of like do your research, you know, uh, try to figure out what's going on. Don't, don't regurgitate what you see on your Facebook feed. Like There's a lot of people who will say, Hey, you know, they, they'll just share whatever they see their other uninformed friends, uh, uninformed friends say, like don't just regurgitate that shit. Get your own research going and come to your own conclusion. There's a whole lot of people who will say, like, oh, uh, we bombed Syria. Now we're at war. We're not at war with Syria. Not that's not war. a that's Dude, not a thing. It was so, that's like me being at war with infants. Like was, that's not a so thing. So many people saying we're at war We are you know, by no means at war with Syria. No, we're no. We're not so, at war. You know, don't let your uninformed Facebook friends tell you. Like, if you're if you're if your Facebook friend who says that we're at war with Syria primarily posts about empire, don't trust their opinion. They're <laughs> they're not really not really knowledgeable on world affairs. Like, just leave leave that to the pundits and just stick to whatever it is that you do. Don't trust them for their political opinion. I I would recommend you know downloading podcasts and uh you know trying to watch the news and and even the news is a stretch because i've noticed like with the news like you get a lot of uh them telling you how to interpret what happened as opposed to just telling you what happened explaining it in a uh a gumped down easy to understand way and then you can make your own interpretation but it's kind of like this happened, and this is what you can expect. This is how you should feel about it. And if you watch Fox News, they're going to give you their opinion on how you should feel about it. But it's tailored toward the conservative side. And But at the same time, you can watch CNN or MSNBC, and they're going to give you like a more liberal opinion. And I would say don't, don't watch that and tailor your opinion based upon what their opinion is or what they're telling you that your opinion should be. Just get an unbiased account of what's going on and then generate your own opinion from that. So I would say the best way to go that to go that route would be to watch some like watch or listen to something like NPR, because like they, they're very, very unbiased. They they give you an account of what's going on and they will tell you what it means, but they won't say this is what you should take from it. This is how you should feel about it, or what you should interpret, or what you think what's going to happen going forward. You can draw your own conclusion. And that's what I encourage people to do is, is get an understanding of what's going on, the facts, um, how our actions affect other countries, how other countries may respond, how our actions have an impact on uh, what we do in this country. And then, excuse me, draw your own opinion on how these events can play out. Don't let CNN tell you how it can play out or how you should feel. And don't let Fox tell you how you should feel because you're just going to get polarizing opinions. So just just listen and get your own – listen to the facts and draw your own opinion. Don't – and I can't stress this enough. Don't let your Facebook friends tell you what's going on because if you are solely looking at your Facebook or Twitter feed and all that shit is is other people – regurgitating other uninformed people's opinions and you don't want that when when we hit syria with those missiles i saw so many people on facebook saying like hey we're at war now we're at war now we're we're not at war with syria like we're, like no that's not what's happening like i said I, I, to, I told my wife i was like the idea of us being at war with syria is like me doing one-on-one with infants like like and it's not like some pro-united States shit it's just the reality of it like we're not we're not balling against infants like the, the they're not gonna challenge we're not gonna be at war with syria that's not what's happening so just get the facts and draw your own conclusions and i have my own conclusions based upon the facts but we're not a political podcast we're uh a, a let's talk about dirty white people and shitty ass cops and uh hip-hop and Loving, loving hip hop, all, all that, all that stupid ghetto shit that nobody, <laughs> that people want to joke about. That's what, that's what we're gonna talk about.
3: We are, uh, we are watching, uh, and probably will make references to Better Call Saul. So yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't get me started on TV hope shit. You guys are watching. We could be a, t- we could be a TV, we could be a TV podcast, and we'll be banging because uh, I'm all up on that. Better Call Saul debut uh, Monday night, and it was fly, man. Better Call Saul is. Su- Better Call Saul Breaking Bad and Vince Gilligan and what they do is so amazing. Like they're I was li- I was listening to a podcast about uh Better Call Saul and it's amazing what what that that group does. Like they they've built up a rapport over 5 seasons of Breaking Bad and 3 uh 2 seasons of Better Call Saul. To where you know what they're trying to do. And the way that they tell their stories. That they can take something where. If you're a new watcher. And you're watching season uh, 3. Better Call Saul was season 3 premiere. was on Monday. If you watched the season 3 premiere. You'd be like this is the most boring stupid shit ever. But if you know what they do and you are accustomed to how they tell stories, that shit is so fucking compelling. They could take something that looks dumb on the surface and draw it out for, like, ten minutes, and, and to anybody else, it would be like, what the fuck, boring, mm-hmm. stupid shit is this? But, like, if you know how they tell stories, it's incredibly compelling. Like, like Vince Gilligan is a, yeah. an amazing storyteller.
3: I was so, I was so hyped when the, just the rumors of... Uh of Better Call Saul was, you know, before they actually, you know, announced, I was just like, man, I just know the backstory is gonna be so fucking dope. So
0: they do, they do amazing stuff. Like the stuff that they do with the Mike character, like I'm, I'm not gonna spoil it, but for for people who say you watch Breaking Bad, but you haven't seen Better Call Saul, the stuff that they do with Mike's character on Better Call Saul is so fucking compelling to me, and it looks it looks boring on the surface, but the way they tell a story. Is like you get um, several parts of w- of what the end game is, right? And when you're watching these individual parts, it it really doesn't make sense at the time. You're kind of like, what's going on? What's going on? And then you get to a point where they kind of reveal what's going on, and all that shit that didn't make sense before makes sense. And it's so it's so compelling, and it's a great way of storytelling. And they have such a great way of being deceptive and vague but also being really compelling and it's 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 a great way of storytelling and showing and watching tv it's, it's 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 incredible so i would encourage anybody who is a big fan of um uh intricate storytelling to get into like breaking bad or better call saw it's 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 amazing it really yeah, if is you, if you are uh, interested
3: in watching um uh better call Saul, i would su- and you've never watched any of the seasons, I would stop and then and go watch Breaking Bad. Yeah, if, you you have to watch Breaking Bad. Yeah,
0: you have to watch Breaking Bad anyway cuz it's really <laughs> Well, it's one fun. of the best TV shows ever. Right. So, you need to watch it just off the strength of that. But yeah, if you want to watch Better Call Saul, you need to get that Breaking Bad background. They reference it a lot even in very subtle ways. Um, but yeah, you need to get that background. But even if you don't have any interest in watching Better Call Saul, still watch Breaking Bad because it's one of the best TV shows ever made. Right. So, either, you, either you do say, that. You could
3: say you could. I mean, I wouldn't approve it, but if you said you know fuck Better Call Saul and then <laughs> you still watch Breaking Bad, I'm like, cool. Watch Breaking because if you watch Breaking Bad, you're gonna want to watch Better
0: Call Saul. Yeah. So yeah, check it out. Yeah, absolutely. So so, let's get into some emails, right? So we got uh we got emails from a couple people, and when I say emails, I'm using the term loosely. There were there are voicemails sent via email. Uh, we got a couple from uh let's see, we got Baylor. Baylor hits us up every week. Uh, we got uh my boy Terrence, who uh hosts his own podcast. He will co-host uh podcasts. Uh, I mentioned it before. It's called Hollywood I Already Did It. Um, they talk about uh, franchises that Hollywood has kind of rebooted and uh, they analyze the current version of whatever this franchise is and then also talk about the original version of that franchise whether or not a reboot was really needed how it plays out now it's a pretty good analysis of um, of the old version the new version and, uh, contrast between the two, so it's, it's a, it's a real good listen if you're a fan of, like, pop culture or, um, uh, TV or movies, shit like that, so it's a good, uh, it's a good podcast called Hollywood Already Did It, I think the Twitter is Hollywood ADI, so, yeah, check that out for sure, uh, so we got, a a voicemail from him, and then, uh, we also have a, another one from Jeff Edmison, who, uh, calls in fairly calls in but uh he, he said he said something fairly he regularly in. he video he videos in yeah fairly regularly so um we'll let's play the uh baylor's one then we'll play terrence's one then we'll play jeff's one uh baylor's uh is titled pepsi debate so um i would imagine this has to do with kendall jenner's ass so we'll see but uh let's get that popping and uh, we will see what he had to say and then respond to it
1: Hold up, hold up, what up though, what up though Hey, I'ma have to disagree, I'ma have to disagree with the last piece of feedback Like, I don't know who it was, I forgot the name, low Key, you gotta forgive me I'ma just throw a name out there like Jeff I heard Jeff, and I'm just gonna roll with that, I could be wrong But anyhow, bro, Kendall Jenner, oh she's getting all of this slander oh nigga, you getting everything i don't care how old she is i don't care how she look i don't care who her daddy slash mama is low key is one person but look i don't i don't <laughs> care if she deserved all this letter because it, this goes back to the young thug thing when he had was presented with the uh with the biggie verse or whatever My nigga, if you don't know if you're too young to remember or Uh, you know you gotta go study you gotta go do your due diligence and you gotta go do your research and shit like that especially if they present something to you like bro you could be clueless of what's going on in the world but if they come to you like yo we 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 got this pepsi uh commercial we want to pitch to you is is geared towards the black matter i mean black lives matter movement um as soon as you say Black Lives Matter, nigga, your antenna's got to go up. It's going to be some shit. You got to be sensitive around that. Um, Yeah, so she knew. Like, that family that, that family might do dumb, dumb things, but they know. Like, the family knew. The niggas around her knew. Like, and she probably knew. You know what I'm saying? Like, the whole family fuck with black people. You know what I'm saying? So they got to know. <laughs> they gotta know. I want to know the niggas who presented this. I want to know the nigga who sat up at 2, 3, four o'clock in the morning and said, aha, I got it. Like, I want to know, I want to see that nigga. Who's getting fired? You know what I'm saying? And look, I, hey, BTG, if you follow me on anything, you know, I'm not the most uh, political... Social aware, nigga. I'm, I'm more. I'm geared towards jokes and sports. Now, after that, all this bombing and mass shooting and shit like that. I'm not the first nigga to run online and put my fist in the air. You know what I'm saying? Black power this and black pride that. I'm not the first nigga to do. You know, I, I, that's not me. Now, I will. You know, look at certain um, events, topics, or whatever, and give my, you know, give my little two cents on it. Uh, Other than that, nigga, you still gonna get these jokes. Oh, Kendall is gonna get these jokes. I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna get these. Matter of fact, if you go back and check my tweets within the past couple of days, yeah, my jokes is on. She already got it. She got a full clip for me. But no, 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 she's not excluded from this because you know, even if she is that young, she's not that dumb. She's not that dumb. Now the niggas around her, like, at some point we gotta realize that it's just niggas in this world that just don't like us. For them, the world is not that, when it comes to these corporations, they not stupid. They I, they know what they trying to do, and, and even if they came from a, a good place in their heart, my nigga, they knew about the backlash, that it was going to be a possible backlash. They had to present it to her because she's putting her, she's putting her brand on the line. Her family brand and her own personal separate brand. So, no, she's not excluded from the slander. She's getting every bit of it. All of it. Yeah, you know what? This little trap, I didn't even have to call her a trap. It just sounded good in the rant. But, (laughs) yo, these niggas is, they wildin', though. They wildin'. So, no, no, brother, I gotta disagree with you on that one. I gotta disagree. Everybody that's a part of that project gets to up. Like, what in the, (laughs) what? What was these niggas thinking? Like, who okayed this? <laughs> the bitch took off her wig.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't, you can't give uh, Kendall a pass. She was there. She was going on. That uh, that commercial was ridiculous, man. I don't, I don't even understand how. I, I say this all the time. I don't understand how shit like that gets to the public because i feel like it has to go through especially if you're talking about pepsi i feel like it has to go through hundreds of people to get to that point like nobody said anything like i I I don't know
3: like you had like you had not one black person on your staff to be like nah let's not do this this
0: is fucked up and they continued to do it like yeah, it shouldn't I, even need a black person like I feel like with as as many people would be involved in a Pepsi commercial there should at least be a woke ass white person that could be like hey man I mean, no, this ab- ain't a good look though You're absolutely right
3: <laughs> it it shouldn't be a it shouldn't need a black person but I just feel and like And you
0: also shouldn't need to be woke to understand that, that shit is fucked up <laughs> like you shouldn't have to be a woke white person you should be a white person and be like hey man this isn't a good look man this, this is this is mad <laughs> uh man, fuck insensitive fuck <laughs> like <this> is- <laughs> what are we doing yeah. so i i when when shit like that hits the internet or hits the tv or whatever i feel like it's gone by that point It's gone through hundreds of people like and hundreds of people somehow gave this a pass like we can do this we can do this like and i, I don't understand that i feel like somebody should have caught that at some point and be like hey man uh do you realize that we could get a whole lot of backlash from this? Especially we live in... We live in the age of backlash. <laughs> like, like there's way less... Like, there's shit that's far less offensive than that. That gets completely slandered. So, like, how do you put something out like that and think, like... Yeah, we should be good. Like, this shit, this is a good Pepsi ad. Like, no, motherfucker. This was not a good Pepsi ad. Like, what were you thinking? Like, I don't, I, like, to me, everybody who was involved in that fucked up. Cause there were so many, so many people that that went through who could have been like, this is not a good look. And especially if you're Kendall Jenner, you, you are the focal point of that ad. So you. You you are the main person who could be like, hey, this is not, this good. not good. Like this we should not, not do all. this, and you did it anyway. It's you one for somebody like like that though. Like did you did you really
3: like want to shit on your brand? Do you feel like bad publicity is is publicity?
0: They like, do, but I think that at this point, I, I would say like maybe like ten years ago, you could say like any publicity is good, right? Just as long as people are talking about you. Well, but the way from, social media know, is right we now... We know from United that all publicity isn't good. <laughs> we know from a lot of different avenues that all publicity isn't good. And like... People should know at this point that... Anything you put out, you need to... Uh, you need to filter that shit with a fine-toothed comb. Like, you need to really break that shit down. Because people are going to pick it apart. And you can have a situation where... People will find... Any little minute thing and say this is offensive and now social media has your situation just totally blown up. So the idea of having a Kardashian at that walk up to a cop and be like, hey, I see there's a riot going on right now, but maybe you should chill because I got this ice cold Pepsi. Like, like you should know that that's a bad idea. Like, I don't understand how it could get by. So many people that it gets to the point of airing, and you don't realize that that's a bad idea. And then the shit goes out, and social media is like, "What is this bullshit?" And you are taken aback, like, "Oh my god, I had no idea. You should have had an idea." Like, or any of the hundreds of people that this that this idea went by. It's such a like, <laughs> I, I I don't understand how shit gets to airing that's offensive because we live in the age of offense, so people should be hypersensitive to that shit. So how do you get to that point and nobody has said anything to make you think like maybe we shouldn't maybe we shouldn't put this out? So I don't have any sympathy for Pepsi or Kendall Jenner or anybody involved. And I read an article that said that a lot of the people that were involved in that commercial were foreigners. And they're like, We had no idea what was going on in the United States to know that it was offensive. And no, I, I can give them no, a pass on I, that.
3: I, I, don't, I don't I don't give I don't give Pepsi a pass. What? Because I don't I don't get Pepsi, Pepsi, Pepsi a pass. Pepsi there has to be some people in Pepsi's uh, uh organization that that
0: knows the state of the country and it's and Pepsi. Like, like yes, like they, they should know. No way dog. like no fucking. Ain't no way
3: in hell they had no idea. I I, I think it's one of those publicity, you know. Any publicity is good publicity. I don't know how a successful company doesn't have decent PR that 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 would
0: know that. I mean, that's why I almost feel like they just did the shit on purpose. We don't live in an age of uh any publicity is good. We don't that that's dead. We don't have that anymore I because think- with social media now, if you do something fucked up, you can't say like, "Well, we got publicity. People are talking about us, so we're good." Because people will boycott you. And Twitter will go off, and now you losing sponsors. Like, look at United. United is losing sponsors. Like, everybody's like, anybody revenue gets, is gone. So gets, it's not good. Too, like, fucking crazy. So. Yeah, it's it's not good publicity if you are losing sponsors. That's not that's not good publicity. People are talking about you. Yeah, if they're talking about you negatively, they're still talking about you. I get that. But when you got sponsors pulling out, that's not good. And we live in the age of that. Like if Twitter starts saying this is fucked up, now you're losing sponsors. Now you're losing ad revenue. That's not good. So we are in an age of a clear distinction of bad publicity will cost you money. So why are you putting shit out like that? Like it's not like this is the first instance of that. We're like, oh, this is not acceptable now. Like no it's it's been not acceptable like people have been putting shit out like that that hasn't been acceptable and they've been slandered for it for years at this point like how do you drop the ball to that degree and have this many people drop the ball to that degree like it's it's inexcusable across the board so there's no sympathy for me for anybody in that in that scenario but we we talked about that quite a bit did you have anything you wanted to add no nah, i mean we've, we've said enough i mean it's it's. i think so
3: too i i, I wonder i just wonder what what are they what is is the re- how bad will the, the repercussions be for pepsi kind of one thing we do know is that through all of this um people are hella forgetful like it's what uh april 14th i wonder Fucking August 14th for people be talking about this shit. No, like, ab- absolutely and, not. And that's the one thing they have on their side is that, you know, people are forgetful. They yeah, are
0: forgetful. we have we do live in an 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 age of short term memory, but um do you really wanna bank off the idea that people will forget? Because there's no there's no pro to this, right? It's not like that ad is gonna hit people and they'll be like, Oh, let's buy more Pepsi you're only going to have people who are saying this is fucked up and if people two months down the road don't remember anymore that's fine but in this two-month time span people are like fuck pepsi do you want no one's gonna no one is like hey let me buy more pepsi because kendall jenner uh handed a pepsi to this fucking police officer and is some pro police shit. Like, like nobody is looking at, at this in a positive light. So you're not gaining anything. You're only losing anything. And you're only. Lo- yeah, you may be losing it for maybe like a short time span because people are going to forget about it. But you're still losing. There's no mm. win here. There's no win whatsoever because all the publicity is negative. And it's going to fuck your money up because advertisers are going to back out. So there's there's no win. There's only loss. Yes, it will be short yes people will forget but do you do you film this whole fucking two minute thing and wherever the fuck they were at because it was it was in some foreign country let's just say i don't know brazil i don't know where it was but let's just say for the sake of argument brazil you film this thing in brazil with all these extras who don't know what the fuck's going on and you think like oh yeah we can make this commercial but you whatever you spent whatever you did with this commercial nothing good come up nothing good came from it no. because you didn't gain anything for sure and then you got all kinds of slander on social media you got advertisers backing out and yes people will forget but who cares because you it was ultimately ultimately a loss so what was the point so I, I don't i don't understand how shit like that gets to the point of airing with nobody saying this is a bad idea and with people you your pepsi like it's not like we're talking about fucking Hanes or some fucking shit like it's fucking pepsi like there should be people who are on shit like that Like right? so i i don't get how this kind of thing is still happening in 2017 like we you you should know that we live in an age of easily offended people and in an age of racial tension right like this is not why would you make that commercial in the first place so I it's it's crazy. I don't I don't understand this shit at all, but hopefully people will learn. They won't, but hopefully they will. They won't. But they won't. They won't. <laughs> oh oh, playing Terrence's voicemail. It started randomly. I don't know why. Let me uh rewind it back to the beginning. Okay, here we go. What
4: up, though, Mike? What up, though, Otis? It's your boy T out here in L.A. Uh, real quick, just wanted to. Give my reply back to some shit that was said on your on your last podcast by a, a, a voice email, uh, I'm talking about how Kendall Jenner should be absolved of, of oh. all things related to <laughs> related to the Pepsi shit, and I call utter what and total bullshit. First off, yeah, as an actor, we don't have say. As an actor, I've I've been in commercials. I've done tons of dumb just films and television. You don't get to say. You just walk in, collect your checks, say the lines that they tell you to read, and you get the fuck off. That's just as a regular based actor. Celebrity endorsements are done completely different. <laughs> celebrity endorsements, those storyboards, the stories, and then the plot of the commercial or film are given to, well, not so much for the film, but for uh, commercials. The celebrities are given the storyboards to their people and whoever the celebrity is. They go through that shit with a fine-tuned tooth comb because they have a brand to represent. If their brand is fucked up by whatever they do in the commercial, they're gonna be like, no, nah, I'm out. I can't do this.
3: Right. she thought this was a good
4: look so like when they did ray charles commercials when they did britney spears pepsi commercials when they did the fucking michael jackson pepsi commercials even though he got burnt up all (laughs) those storyboards were read through by that celebrity and their team and they signed off on every bit of it right for this one kendall jenner and the kardashian crew that's a fucking brand like that those those motherfuckers watch every single thing they do exactly about them so there is no way on God's green earth you can tell me that that family didn't know what the fuck that that uh that commercial was. They thought it was a good idea. They was like, oh man, this is a good look for you, Kendall. You ain't done shit else, so why not? Why the fuck not? Save racism with a with drinking a Pepsi. People will love this shit. You might get some old black dick. <laughs> that ain't. What happened turned out negatively and now she's got it she's got to just like pepsi has to fucking bite the bullet on it and, and 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 take what uh what they deserve um otherwise great show i'm still listening i can't wait to see what the fuck you guys say about uh united airlines dragging asian people off a plane like they like they black teenagers it's gonna be awesome um <laughs> and shout out to hitler because you know they he ain't really do shit according to spicer he's just dude. all right keep up the great work y'all love y'all take it easy later
0: yeah, so he he his his thing was the same thing, and yeah, same idea. Like they're they're 100 responsible. They they knew what the fuck they were doing. Totally responsible. Mm-hmm. Totally totally responsible. Yeah, same deal. So yeah, he's right, man. That and and speaking from somebody who's in the industry, he knows he knows what goes down. I mean, I
3: didn't I didn't expect no one to the comment you know opposite, but I mean I think it just really shows how fucked up Pepsi is and how. That's that's not the norm. You know, I, I, I would truly believe that brands want to protect themselves. And so to be able should, to do yeah. some shit like this, that's going to totally go against, you know, what's going on today for for what? I mean, I don't know how much they 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 paid to make that commercial, but they can't even use it. So it's like they spent so much money and their image is all fucked up now. So it's like it's yeah, a, it's an L, like a just across couple, the board. It's a couple of L's. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. I, like I said, I didn't expect them to the think differently, but that just further further shows that uh,
0: and that gives a that gives an insight from somebody who's in the industry yeah, that says exactly. the same thing. Even more, so even more, so yeah, that I just mean, solidifies we, it. our
3: opinion... I mean, you know, it's pretty. Pretty random with no really experience in it, but for someone who's actually in the industry and knows that shit, I mean, it says a lot. There, they're just, they're they totally dumbfounded when it when it comes to social issues. And but you would think of all of the people that probably works for Pepsi, there was like no same fucking souls to be like, nah, this is this not a good idea.
0: Yeah, you know? I don't buy it. So I mean, they got what's coming to them, man. They, they they're gonna learn from it. Well, I can't say that they should learn from it. They probably won't, but. I mean, it, it's it, interesting it, to see how they're
3: gonna come off all innocent, you know, playing playing innocent, and you know, we didn't think this is gonna have this reaction. Like the first person who replied to him was uh, Martin Luther King's daughter. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. So I like, nah, everybody's watching. There, I mean, I feel like if this was ten years ago, uh, they may have been able to sweep under the rug at some point, but because now everybody's on social media, you know, the when when shit pops off like you know we was watching that uh uh what was it first we feast first what first we feast i think that's video with uh Charlemagne earlier from complex oh yeah yeah yeah, the yeah. first first we, first we feast yeah, yeah um yeah. and they you know he and he was uh you know talk what, what, what part was he talking about i did not totally lost track of what he was actually saying um Oh, he was talking about you know just the influence on Twitter, like 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 Beyonce, the Beehive, like yeah. Th- I think they're the most despicable people on earth, but <laughs> they have like the biggest you, impact. You gonna make project.
0: us get like kicked off iTunes they're, talking they're, about the Beehive?
3: What their their diss asses asses don't listen to any of this stuff. So I think we're good. Yeah, but they are some of the most influential people online, and it doesn't make no fucking sense. You know, so they haven't caught the the right backlash, man. If they would have, if they would have tried to drag Beyonce off a fucking plane, <laughs> United be done. Like there would be no more company. Like it's <laughs> over. It's it's done. Like, I, airline dead. Like they just they just set every United building on fire, like across the country. You know, they they're all fucked up now. So yeah, it, it's a fucking mess, man. I I I really hope that uh. That United, that guy from United sues the fucking shit. He, he and he may sue the city.
0: Well, I I got I got comments on the United shit. So, okay, but well, uh, Jeff's Jeff's voicemail is about United. Okay, cool. and uh, so we'll play that and then we'll talk about that shit. So let's see what he got to say.
2: <clears throat> what up, dude? Uh, all right, quick. First right. off. I already know y'all gonna probably say something about the doc that got thrown off of the uh, Divided Airlines.
0: Um, (laughs) Divided Airlines. So,
2: my question on that is, what's your feelings or thoughts towards the three employees that actually did the removing? Because in my opinion, I feel like they didn't have to do him as dirty as they did. And I mean, in all actuality, they didn't have to do that. They didn't have to do anything to him. They had the option as human beings to say, this isn't right. We're not going to do this to another person. We need to figure out another way to handle this situation. But they didn't. They just chose to beat the shit out of him. So, And I believe two of them dudes was, was brown people like him. So my thoughts on that is, or my question on that is, how do you feel about them? As individuals, because I see a lot of the energy being focused on divided airlines trying to, like, come down on them, which they are wrong, most definitely. But I feel like some of the blame or at least a shared portion of the blame should fall on the employees who took part in the situation as well. And... You know, they, like I said, I've been in plenty of situations where I felt like my morals was compromised by something the employer asked me to do. And I just said, no. I ain't come down if you what's more important, your, your morals and values and how you treat people or your money. So that's my question on that. On a lighter note, breast milk. Um, did y'all know <laughs> okay, that okay, lighter, there's milk banks where they keep and store breast milk? for medical purposes that you can like buy it and all this stuff like i didn't i didn't notice i had a f- uh family member sister-in-law whatever got recommended breast milk for like uh, some kind of infection or something she had and come to find out they pay per ounce for breast milk so uh have you ever heard of that shit because i haven't and i was kind of Curious slash intrigued, uh, weirded out. I don't even know how to describe how I felt about it. I was just wondering if I was the only one who knew about that shit. So, uh, look forward to your feedback. All right, peace.
0: <laughs> His thing about breast memory, think of the Dave Chappelle skit with a <laughs> uh, Puff Daddy <laughs> making um, what, was the, what was that group? What was that group? The the that reality show that he had making a band. That's what it was. Making them go, hit, making them go get breast milk from Cambodia. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes me think of that shit. <laughs> did, did you? did the finest breast milk. Were you a, uh, were you a fan of uh, uh, the the making a band? Did you watch the making a band when it was up? I watched. Um, I did watch it. I can't like break it down into seasons, so I can't remember what all I watched but I did watch it um so I'm I'm familiar with it yeah
3: yeah I remember that was actually a dope a dope series of shows I mean I I remember watching it to the point where they actually made the band when they had uh Babs and uh Dylon I don't know I, I thought they was like the coolest fucking shit ever it was like it was a chick from Detroit it was a couple of chicks from Detroit it's the one light skin singing chick uh I heard she's always just fighting in the clubs and shit now Oh, what the
0: fuck is her name? Wasn't Jeezy in one of them groups? No, that like they was... had a group, and then Jeezy was in the group or something. No. Like he wasn't on the show, but he was... wasn't one of the groups. A group that had Jeezy in it.
3: No, it wasn't them though. It was a uh, um... what the fuck was that group? I can't
0: fuck. remember. Yeah, I can't. Re- I can't remember.
3: What the fuck was that group called? Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood. That's what it was. That's what it was. But I don't but think it was that was a group on the
0: show, right? No, the, the
3: the group on the show was just what did they call them? Uh...
0: But they had no. They had multiple seasons, didn't they? Have like did wasn't have Boys, Boys in the, the Hood, Hood on one of the? I'm not saying Jeezy was I, on the show, I, I, but I, I feel don't... like wasn't Boys in the Hood on I, the like, show? I don't know. If So I don't recall that shit. I feel like I, I don't know, man. I. I we will get people telling us, but I feel like Boys in the Hood was on the show and not saying Jeezy was on the show, but I know Jeezy was in Boys in the Hood, right? Yeah, he
3: was briefly. Yeah. yeah. He, he kind of just went on his own thing, I believe. But I remember I remember when that Boys in the Hood album came out and I think Jeezy was like signed with them or whoever they signed with. And then he was like caught a deal with Def Jam and shit. Yeah. So he was, you know, but yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: I don't know. Anyway, yeah. As far as breast milk goes, I hear, I hear well. So my wife has been a big, big, big proponent of breast milk, and she's in a um a Facebook group that is a big proponent of of breastfeeding as long as you can, and all the benefits that babies can get from breast from breastfeeding. So um I'm a big I'm a big fan of breastfeeding. My daughter is, in my opinion. From what I've seen of the multitude of babies that I've encountered throughout the course of my life is fairly advanced, I would think, uh, as far as her development. And yeah, I think feel that like the baby milk,
3: I mean, the I, milk is I apart. do
0: think that and I was breastfed for a long time. My brother was, um, was Michael, Michael was not as much as I would have preferred and like you give him the titty, motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, my daughter is breastfed far more than any any of the others. So, like myself, my brother, okay. and my son, and there's a lot of of documented scientific research to support the idea of uh, breastfeeding leading to. Uh, a, a a strong advancement In the development of babies So And as far as what I've seen with my daughter I Have every reason to believe that that's legit So um, I'm a big breastfeeding fan at this point um, My daughter is doing great with it uh, it's, a, it's a It's a bit of a A burden at times Yeah I can imagine that Because at this point my daughter is 7 months and Um, it's, you got to find time and opportunity to make it happen. And we just so happen to work with a company where we have that flexibility with our, our company and with our positions within the company to be able to make that kind of thing happen. But so that's not always going to be an option to the degree that we have it, but, uh, our use of it and, our daughter's uh reception of it has been really really good and she i feel like she's benefit benefited really well from it so i'm a big fan fan of breastfeeding um as far as what he said about um what was the first thing um Uh, see this is why we shouldn't smoke and drink before we start recording (laughs) um was the first thing he said uh this is why... Man, see? This is why... <laughs> I started taking notes. Like, what the fuck you just saying? <laughs> taking notes over listening to this shit. Like, this is why this... Oh, United. Oh, United, yeah. Yeah, um... So, I guess this will be a good segue to talk about the United shit. So, um... With the United shit, my immediate... Um, so, he was asking us about how we feel about the... I guess so-called brown people who pulled this nigga off the plane. Um... I spent a lot of time thinking about it, a, a kind of strange amount of time thinking about it, actually, because I thought about how do you deal with a situation where, and actually after the fact, I heard that, I saw an article, and I don't know if this is if this is legit or not, but I saw an article that said that that flight wasn't actually overbooked, but throwing that aside, because so, I just saw- So
3: what were they even trying to fuck with him if there wasn't a case there <clears throat>
0: yeah so that i, I the don't know it do it but yeah uh, I, don't, I don't know but i saw one article that said that so i don't know if that's the case or not but throwing that aside let's say it actually was overbooked right so if you're united airlines and you have an overbooked flight and you desperately need somebody to get up off that flight what is the ideal way of handling that Now, obviously, dragging a nigga out of his seat and, (laughs) like, (laughs) having his head hit up on a fucking armrest and bleeding, obviously, that's just not ideal. How do you handle that as a United Airlines employee? And supposedly this guy's a doctor or whatever, right? I feel like that sort of thing, for starters, needs to start from, like, top down, Right. So who needs to be on this flight versus who doesn't if it's me and I'm on this flight and I'm going to do an operation in Chicago or whatever the case may be. The doctor needs to be like the top person who needs to stay on the flight. Right. Mm -hmm. So if he goes, hey, man, I got like a surgery tomorrow. I need to be on this motherfucker. And they go. <laughs> we drew ha- we we drew straws right. and, and you got the straw straw, so you gotta get the fuck up out of here. I'm gonna be like, hey man, I'm a doctor who needs to be here. There's probably mad motherfuckers on this plane who are just like going to fucking new Orleans for fucking spring break or some shit like them motherfuckers can (laughs) make their shit change if I don't get to Chicago somebody gonna fucking die so I need to be here like don't drag the doctor off the plane like if somebody needs to get dragged it needs to be somebody who's not there for an important reason Also, nobody needs to get. dragged. Nobody needs to get dragged off the plane. Nobody should be dragged. (laughs) Nobody should be dragged off the plane. But if somebody got to get dragged, it needs to not be the surgeon. So there's that. But uh, on the second end of that, how do you deal with a situation where you need somebody to get up off that plane and nobody's volunteering? You
3: got to offer cash and keep offering
0: I mean, exactly. The thing is, you need to offer they're, an they're
3: incentive. Gonna lose so much fucking money. They've already lost like gains in stock over that, the last day. That's what I was getting at. So you you want to lose out so much like, you know, would you offer this guy $1,000, 2,000. But it's like if I just don't understand if the if it wasn't overbooked, what the hell are they trying to make him score down? I
0: I don't I, I want to pretend that's not the case. Cuz I saw one article that said that and I don't even And even if that's the case, I don't even want to consider that. I want to work under the assumption that that shit was actually overbooked and they needed to get somebody above that plane. If you need to get somebody above that plane, what is the best course of action? To me, the best course of action is to provide an incentive for somebody who's not flying for a really, really important reason. Right. Right. If you're a motherfucker who's going somewhere on like a vacation or just for shits and giggles. How do you entice that motherfucker to get off the plane? Don't just go, hey, um, we need somebody to book. Uh, We'll give you a flight later in the afternoon so you can get there X amount of hours later. Nobody's going to volunteer for that shit. If you want to get somebody about that plane, give them an incentive that's real. Especially if your other option is dragging motherfuckers out they see. So say something like, you know, offer that motherfucker like a flight, you know, somewhere else or... Uh, for free or offer that person a flight, um, for free, you know, to the same destination at a later date Something. and not a later date in the sense of like, Hey, you can go next week. Like, Hey, tomorrow you can go for free, you know, you, whatever, like I feel like there's a multitude of options to where you can get somebody about that flight without having to drag somebody physically up out of their seat. So, and like you said, you have a situation where you're thinking like at the time, We need to get somebody up off this flight. But you're not looking at the long term. The long term, United is fucked right now. They are completely and totally fucked. And that's because they dragged a motherfucker out their seat. Like, is it really that important? Think about the long term. Do you really want to drag a motherfucker out their seat just just to... what are you even really doing? Like you over one, you overbooked the flight. The the fucking passengers didn't overbook it. You did. Right. So who who is the person that you're trying to make room for? That you got to drag this guy out the plane? Like where are your priorities? And then again, like we mentioned earlier, we live in the age of social media. People recording shit. Uh, backlash. Brands pulling out. Losing advertising. It's all that shit not worth it to the point where you you're willing to drag a motherfucker out of his seat nah, like that shit, it that should have seen the most unnecessary man like i it, think a lot of companies just don't understand that we live in an age where you can't do shit like that without somebody recording it and without it royally fucking you like what were you thinking it like wasn't. it they weren't and I, I i like the the videos that we see right now like police doing crazy shit like that like you know that your car has a camera that is recording what happens outside of the car like to the front like through the windshield so why would you get out of your car and beat the fuck out of somebody where you know that your car has a camera in the front that's recording everything that happens to the front of the car like why are you not taking that into consideration like you know you're gonna get filmed doing what you're doing like just Be careful, like take that shit into account. Like, this is not the age where you can do shit like that and get away with it. That shit is gonna come out, you're gonna be fucked over. And even if for whatever reason your company feels like they might be okay with whatever whatever you did, if the internet decides that they're not okay with whatever you did, you are fucked. So like don't don't like don't underestimate that shit man like that shit leads to the internet is ball game like they're gonna take you up out of here they're gonna do whatever that has has to be done to get you fired or and that's best case scenario to get you personally fired they're gonna try to get your whole company out the paint so I, i i don't understand how companies and individuals are still oblivious to the fact that doing crazy shit like that is not going to get recorded and it's not going to come back around. Everybody has smartphones. Everybody has the internet. And everybody is just waiting to record some shit so they can upload to the internet and get to go viral. And it seems like companies are just not, not aware of that somehow. Like, Man, what are you they, doing?
3: They had uh, they, um, United... Uh uh, a guy's lawyer, the uh, pastor, his lawyers. They was interviewing today, and they was talking. Interviewing, they just did a press conference, and they was talking about how <clears throat> the guy had a broken nose. He's undergoing surgery. He has, oh, man. Uh, uh, it was some like a dislocated chin, or it was some random ass shit. And they was just talking about how you know his sanity is messed up. Basically, milk. I mean justifiably so, but they're gonna,
0: they're gonna get so much freaking money, dude. And you see how they, how they dug up this motherfucker's old-ass shit, like, yeah, uh, he did, whatever the fuck he did, however long ago, like, all, his, all see, they dug up all his past shit. Did you
3: see the plot twist to that, though?
0: Nah. Wrong well, guy. maybe. Really?
3: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I forget how his now name Now it's, like, extra racist, like, all uh, ages uh, are the same yeah, or some shit. I forget
3: shit. It, his name, his name is, uh, John Ding Dong. They found John (laughs) Ding Ding's shit. I can't think of the name, but we just called it that for sake
0: of argument. The point is made. Point is made. Yeah, they
3: found another person's
0: John Ding Ding. Yeah, so that's not even that was John Ding Ding that was following all them kids, not John John Ding Ding Dong.
3: Dong. Yeah. So they uh they found the wrong guy's stuff. Get the fuck out of here. Yep.
0: Well... Man, United hope, gets. Man, I, United is getting everything they deserve. I hope they crash and burn, dude. Everything they deserve, then. That's ridiculous, man. I. They I
3: crash I, and fucking burn.
0: That's ridiculous, dude. Like, I, yep. I just. I just. I have no sympathy for people who are living in 2017 and don't realize when you do shit like that, there is going to be. He- uh, half dozen or a dozen people who are recording what the fuck you're doing is going to go viral. You're going to be fucked. You're going to lose sponsors. It's going to be on all the news stations and you are completely and utterly fucked. And they still do that shit in front of the cameras, knowing the cameras are present and then go, "Uh, well we did this and we're sorry. And like what? There's nothing you can do. Nothing. I have no sympathy don't fall asleep, nigga. You like you you dozing off and shit. Oh, I'm good now. We got a podcast to record, dog. We only an hour in. We got topics, nigga. We got topics. So what's next? What we got? Uh, let's talk about. So last week we left this off, and I feel like I really want to talk about this because we spent a lot of time talking about like politics and black people getting killed and all that kind of shit. And I I know we get a lot of listeners who, uh like to hear us talk about racism and sexism and all that kind of shit Mm -hmm. but we also have listeners who like sports and i like sports and every now and then even though i'm kind of in a in a position where i'm kind of almost kind of like noping out of sports because I, i i don't like a lot of what's going on but i hate this motherfucker man but we gotta talk about Russell westbrook dog like this man had an amazing fucking season, yeah, dog. I've never,
3: I've never been a huge, a huge Russell Westbrook fan um, at all, but I have to put that aside because he's having pr- uh, probably one of the best seasons I've ever seen a player that I could witness seeing. Like his numbers are astronomical, dude. Is it? I don't know. I just, I mean, I can't hate the guy no more. I, I didn't like him, and I won't say I hated him.
0: I do still hate him.
3: I <laughs> just, I mean, he, he dressed weird. He's just off. But, dude, he's one hell of a fucking basketball player, dude.
0: Yeah, we have to talk about the fact that um, Russell Westbrook is doing something that I, to be perfectly honest, I did not think I would ever see. No, nah, you're right. This is like, this is something that happened in the past, once before, that was a... No- it was an anomaly. Like it, 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 it's not something that happens regularly or that you could foresee happening in the future. Um, so, so Russell Westbrook right now is, well, I can't say now cause the season's over. Uh, Russell Westbrook ended the season averaging a triple double. And so I crazy. never, I never thought I would see that. And there's a lot of things that, that have happened in the NBA over the course of the past few years that have been pretty fucking amazing. and, this, even despite that, I never thought I would see somebody average a triple-double, ever. Because uh, there's been a lot of great, great players since Oscar Robertson. Oscar Robertson is the, prior to this, was the only player to ever average a triple-double in a season. Really? Yeah. And
3: no, Yeah, that is his
0: record. Uh, okay. Since Oscar Robertson, there's been, obviously, a ton of amazing, amazing Hall of Fame caliber players. We, you, we can run the list down. 20 names of all-time greats who have never averaged a triple-double. He's the only person to ever do it. And say what you will about the state of the NBA right now. I personally think it's trash, but, like, say what you will. Having a triple-double is an amazing, amazing feat. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy to me that there are still people who are arguing against the idea of Russell Westbrook winning the MVP like the like lebron james is like the guy who it's it's you know it's it's popular dick ride this dude like and i get it lebron's lebron's fucking phenomenal i get it but averaging a triple double is an 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 insane feat and i i guess i'm i'm working on the assumption that our listeners know what a triple double is. So that might be, a, <laughs> that might be a reach. They might not, but the idea is averaging double figures in three categories. So you're averaging double figures, double figures being 10 plus in three separate categories. Generally a triple double includes points, rebounds and assists. Um, most players specialize in two of those three categories. A point guard may average double figures and points and assists a forward or center might average double figures and points and rebounds. It's, well, I can't say very rare. It has literally never happened other than these two times that a player has averaged double figures and points, rebounds, and assists. Oscar Robertson did it, and now Russell Westbrook has done it. To To achieve something of that, to achieve something that rare, to, to, to have it even be, in discussion that somebody else could win MVP is is mind boggling, and he he did this with in a situation where the best player on his team, I guess, well, it depends on who you talk to. The best yeah. player on his team left, and now his team with essentially not a, a mediocre supporting cast, he still managed to keep his team in the playoffs despite Kevin Durant leaving. He still kept his team in the playoffs. They're like the sixth seed, I think, in the West. And to be able to do that is incredible to me. Like, I I, I don't spend too much time watching basketball anymore. I haven't seen Oklahoma City play at all. But the the idea of somebody averaging a triple-double is insane to me. Even, even in this day and age in which the NBA is so um, just overwhelmed with guys who, like, pack stats and they it's the nba is very very watered down at this point but even even in this state of affairs the idea of a guy averaging a triple double is is borderline miraculous so to argue against him winning mvp is insane to me and i've seen a lot of uh discussions on facebook arguing in favor of james harden which is I, mean, the thing is, if, I take if, back if it's, it's not was, understandable because Russell Westbrook average triple double. So if it's not any, understandable. If it was any other
3: season, um he would have a, a valid you know, reasoning for it.
0: Yeah. James Harden and LeBron James, making cases for them, I get it. LeBron James has already won it multiple times, and I get the idea of wanting to give it to James Harden. I get it. Houston's playing really great, but like to me, the idea of somebody averaging a triple double is so is such a great feat and to keep his team in the playoffs despite losing to Kevin Durant, like I feel like that is an an arguable point. Like I feel like I feel like Russell Westbrook is going to win MVP, but I almost feel like it's 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 devalued if it's not unanimous. I feel like it should be unanimous. How do you vote against a guy who averaged a triple double? Even in this day and age, even in this watered down NBA, I still feel like you can't vote against this guy. And I fucking hate this fucking guy. And I'm still like, <laughs> he needs to get this MVP, man. Like, it's only right. Like, I, I, like, I'm, I'm in awe that a guy could average a triple double, even in this NBA. And I kind of thought that he it's was. It's thoroughly I impressive. Thought, I thought, you know, well, early in,
3: in you know, the career where. Uh, you had um, Westbrook and Durant. I always thought, like, one of them gotta go. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's just, I feel like somebody's getting stifled. Like, you know, and I, I was like, and I did think that Westbrook was gonna be good, but I didn't think he was gonna be this fucking good.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's, a, I, I do think that it's a, a, a symptom of the way the NBA is structured right now. That he was able to achieve this, but still it's it's a feat that's so amazing that even in this day and age it's still worthy of he at least needs to be a you a unanimous mvp like i i don't i i can't understand how somebody could vote against him being an mvp i feel like he needs to be a unanimous mvp he's going to be mvp that's like that's for sure he's gonna be mvp but it's really like is it gonna be unanimous And I honestly, I don't think it will be. I think there are going to be people who are still going to vote against it. And I I don't I can't get behind that because, I mean, I've been an NBA fan since I was six years old and I'm 35 now. So I, I I I've never seen anything even close to that. Nobody's even come close to that. Like, that's an amazing feat. And I and for me to sit here and say that Russell Westbrook should be a unanimous MVP and I can't fucking stand him like so, it's completely unbiased. I think that it's amazing to me that there could be people who could vote against that. So, I think that that is a incredible feat. And I'm, I'm looking forward to see what he does in the playoffs. Because, like, Oklahoma City, I think, is the sixth seed. Something like that is not not too high. And they're actually playing Houston in the first round, I think. So, uh, if he... If 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 Oklahoma State wins that series, Oklahoma City, I'm sorry, wins that series, that should that Boy, should really 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 cement be it. Some
3: fisticuffs, <laughs> thing going on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think that's an an incredible feat, and I don't have too much to say on it, but I really wanted to put that out there because for me as somebody who just can't stand the guy, <laughs> I I really think that it's important to point out that as somebody who doesn't like him, I feel like he should be a unanimous MVP. Like it should, it shouldn't even be a question. Like, that's an incredible feat to me, and I, 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 it's hard for me to say I respect it because I don't respect the NBA. So I respect his accomplishments. I don't respect I mean, I the think NBA, you
3: can respect but just the just the accomplishment of him doing it, you know. Aside from the NBA, just I, what did he have? Fifty? How, how many uh, um, triple doubles did he end up?
0: I don't know, man. I, I don't think it was fifty, but it was in the forties for sure. And that many triple doubles, I'm, I'm sure there were, I've, I've read there's situations where people would like go out of their way to make sure that he grabbed a rebound where otherwise he might not have gotten it and shit like that. And I get that. And, and I do think that the NBA right now is very, very mm, like not not enjoyable to watch. I'm not a fan of what we what I see in the NBA right now, but even despite that, it's still an incredible feat, even from somebody like me who is not a fan. So, people who are still fans who are voting on that kind of shit, they gotta respect that. They yeah, got yeah, they gotta that. respect that. Yeah.
3: So is the the MVP a a, a fan or that's a coach's thing?
0: It's uh like a media slash uh, okay coach's thing. I think no that. Is do they make it so the players can vote on that? I don't know why I can't recall that uh, happening. No no no, they add that to the all-star shit. No, so yeah, no, the players don't vote on that. Um So I think it's like a a media uh a media thing. Who votes on that? But yeah, he needs to be unanimous. I'd be I'd be kind of disappointed if he's not a unanimous MVP. I think he gets it for sure, but yeah, it it needs to be unanimous cuz that's a, that's an amazing feat. I really never I never thought I would see that. I I don't I, think we, I, never, I, I don't think we'll be able to do it, see it again. I think that's one of those Jordan 100. never did it. No. Kobe never did it. Anybody you anybody you think of? Any great MVP player they never did it. Oscar Robertson did it once and that was it. Will Chamberlain never did. Nobody ever did that shit. Like that—that's—that's something that has got to count for something. So I think that was—I—I uh, I don't know. I just wanted to talk about that because for me, as a, a very anti-Russell Westbrook person, to to see him do something like that, I, I think it's worth saying. And coming from me, to say that I think that he he should be a unanimous MVP. So. Yeah. I mean, I don't I just wanted to put that out there on the podcast.
3: So you know it was a, a time where the uh the guy who had the better stats didn't win MVP. Oh, it happens all the time. I didn't realize it happened as much as it did, so I started seeing some articles about it.
0: It's a very uh political type of war, right? So you can have a guy who has great stats, but they'll say like this guy's team did better and and he was more instrumental to his team's success which is valid cuz i mean technically the term is most valuable player a good example of that is with the pistons when the pistons won in 04 they were i think the number 2 seed maybe i don't think they were number 1 and then in oh their best se- their best regular season was 2006 And they won 64 games. So if the best team in the NBA has won 64 games, you would think that the MVP would be on a 64-win team. But the argument was basically like they don't have anybody who has had that kind of season to make them an MVP. Like they just don't really have that. It's It's a very political award. So the idea of somebody who is on a mediocre team winning mvp is kind of frowned upon right. it's usually like the best guy on the best team and if the team doesn't have a guy like that then you just kind of just take the whoever the best guy is somewhere else so the second place team or whatever but um they're sitting at the sixth seed. but it's inarguable that if, without russell westbrook them niggas would get the fucking they'd be in the bottom of the fucking standings right? without a guy averaging a triple double so he's totally carrying that team absolutely so totally absolutely so i mean that that is the textbook definition of most valuable player. so i mean there's really no argument against him as far as i'm concerned it's it's a symptom of like james harden is in the wrong place at the wrong time basically i always said that about um uh well what was the the scenario um the uh utah jazz in uh, the uh the utah jazz. in the late 90s and the seattle supersonics in the late 90s seattle and utah had teams that and uh, uh, another example is um the phoenix suns and the early to mid 90s these are teams that were championship caliber teams like these are teams that were built to win a championship these were championship caliber teams but they just so happened to exist in the world of michael jordan so (laughs) they were fucked (laughs) so they were fucked like i always say like charles barkley never won a championship but if his team existed in a non-michael jordan world that team is a championship caliber team. same for uh, the ninety six Sonics and same for the ninety seven Jazz. These are teams that are championship caliber teams, but they were in a world where Michael Jordan existed. And <laughs> the same thing <laughs> the same thing happens for MVPs sometimes. they They have great teams and they have great performances, but they exist in a world where there's a superior team with a superior player not necessarily a superior player but a superior team that was led by a a a player that was a good face for the NBA and um but we don't have that now no. but I feel like Houston I feel like James Harden is in that spot and I actually I say the same thing about Will Smith this is, <laughs> seems like a weird jump but like I feel like Will Smith is a guy who would be an Oscar winning actor but his best performances existed in a year where somebody else had the performance of their career. Mm -hmm. So like, um, when he was nominated for Ali, he was up against like, um, I, I, forgive me. I'm going to get the years fucked up probably, but he was up against like when Forrest Whitaker did last King of Scotland or something like that. So it was like, Will Smith had a great performance, but, Forrest Whitaker delivered the performance of his long-ass career. So it was like Forrest Whitaker was due, so he got it, you know? And that's kind of what James Harden is dealing with right now. Like, he had a great year, but he exists in a year where Russell Westbrook averaged a triple-double, so he's fucked. And that's what happened. That happened to Will Smith on multiple occasions. Like, Will Smith could have won for Ali. He could have won for Pursuit of Happiness, but each year there was somebody who did like the performance of their career. So he got fucked over in that sense. And that's, what's probably going to happen to James Harden. And that sucks for James Harden, but he didn't have a triple double. So fuck it. Well, I mean, I
3: think, and I think any other year, um, Harden would have been a, a landslide of a win. Like he would have, he would have. That's where f- were that great that any other year, if he didn't have, you know, uh, uh westbrook balling out of fucking control he would have won it easily he He had it he had
0: an amazing season at the wrong time right he could have had it last year he could have had it next year and he'd be mvp but he just so happened to have it when russell westbrook had a triple double so he's fucked and that's what i always say about will smith he had his best performances when somebody else had a better one i can't remember the other scenario but i know one was when forrest whitaker was in last king of scotland and forrest whitaker had been forrest whitaker has been doing movies forever and he had a great performance and a great movie and it was like that was his pinnacle and will smith had his great performance at the wrong year the year before he'd have been great the year after he'd been great and the same thing happened with pursuit of happiness i can't remember the I think last game with Scotland was up against Ali. I I, I could be wrong. I, I get them mixed up. But um, whenever he did Pursuit of Happiness, there was something somebody else who had like a a career defining performance that year, and it 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 stopped Will Smith from from winning when he probably could have won any other year. So um, that's that's what James Harden is just gonna have to deal with this year. I mean, he can
3: say I was good, but I just wasn't the best. I
0: mean, yeah. Shit Somebody else had a career-defining performance, and now he's fucked. <laughs> um, so um, I don't want to say the last thing because you might have something, but I want to briefly talk about Sean Spicer talking about how um, uh, Hitler was a good guy. <laughs> I'm stretching, but uh, so uh, as, as we briefly touched upon last week, um, we – hit Syria with, uh, with some Tomahawk missiles last week, and, um, Sean Spicer was like, hey, man, um, we we, we hit Syria with missiles because they were dropping chemical chemicals on their own people, and we can't stand for that, and, you know, that chemical shit is so fucked up, even Hitler wasn't doing that shit, and, uh... <laughs> How do, how do and now, go,
3: how do you go to a press conference to address the people, and somehow you make Hitler look good? <laughs> like,
0: how the fuck does that happen, dude? You try to make Hitler look good. Like, even Hitler didn't do that. Like, man, like what I what I tweeted earlier is, what do you do when the guy who's meant to do damage control is creating the damage? <laughs> Like, and, and, you are the fucking press secretary, not even, dog.
3: And, and it's not even been acknowledged that he's he's doing. I mean, it's obvious to us that he is like so bad at his job. Like, is. I don't get how he's so bad at his job, and none of them, no one on his staff, they're not correcting him because
0: he's doing the same thing every but fucking like, time. But who really? Who's gonna check him? It's his job to go into go in front of the press and smooth shit out. So it's not like people are saying, like, hey, Sean Spicer, you're about to go in front of the press. Here's what you should say. He's the here's what you should say guy. Yeah. Like, that's his job is to be the guy that goes in front of the press and makes everything okay. And then he goes in front of the press and completely fucks up in every way possible. Like, he's a complete total fuck up. Like, I feel like, like, I'm not and this is not my bias. I feel like he should lose that job. And it's not because I feel like the Trump administration is shit and that they all suck and they should all be fired. It's because his job is to be the press secretary. He That's his job is to go in front of the press and then he goes in front of the press and makes things worse. So like you are not doing your job like aside, any partisan party shit aside, like. Your job is to be the press guy, and you are horrible at being the press guy. Uh, so, dude. like, you need to not be the press guy anymore. Like, you're making everything shitty for your administration. Like, I don't understand how you got this guy as the press secretary, and then every time he talks, it makes everything worse. Like, you got Melissa McCarthy on Saturday Night Live making fun of him, and I've never been a huge Saturday Night Live man. fan,
3: but I want to – to see the
0: next couple of weeks just because it's just (laughs) i i would love to see melissa mccarthy like impersonate uh swan spicer on saturday like i don't know if they got that on deck i hope they do but oh my god man i don't understand this shit dog. like this is your press secretary, man. Like, that's the part that's craziest to me. Like, what he said is crazy, but the fact that he's the press secretary is what makes it crazy to me, crazier to me. Like, I don't understand how you do that. Like, he needs to be... He's not fit for that shit, man. He has no... He has no, like, temperance. Like, he's not, like, calm. He's not collected. He's just, like, getting mad at people. Like, don't shake your head at me. And, like, he's, like... He has no fucking decorum like he's just out there just being wild and i'm like this is the guy who's supposed to be the cool calm collected voice of your administration he's supposed to be out here and and smoothing all the shit all the crazy shit that trump says and does he's supposed to be putting the spin on that and trying to make it look good and trying to sell it to the people and he's supposed to be the guy that makes the bad shit look good and then he gets in front of everybody and just says all kinds of crazy shit that makes everything worse. Like that's he makes complete antithesis of what you're supposed to be everything doing.
3: Everything fucking worse,
0: dude. And I just don't get that. It, it, this is happening. It's it's amazing. It's like laughable. I'm like, how is this? Uh, how is this life? Like where we have a president who is ridiculous, and we have his entire administration is ridiculous, and then we have the guy who's supposed to be the press representative going out here talking about like, well, Hitler didn't use chemical weapons Even <laughs> Hitler didn't do that. <laughs> even, like, even, Hitler even didn't Hitler's that. not that but like, are you serious, <laughs> dog? Like, and like, the funniest part to me, which doesn't get as much as much publicity is the fact that this motherfucker was like, uh, that, like they gave him a chance to like, kind of like correct it. He's like, yeah, no, no, that's not what I meant. Like, yeah, yeah, he, he took him to the Holocaust centers and then like the Holocaust centers, like nigga, he, like, like what? Like he was on tour. That's what like, I said. I was like, he's making it sound like like Hitler took the, the Jews on a field trip. Like, let's go to the Holocaust Center. Like, what, is like, the, fuck, what the, the fuck is like, the Holocaust Center? Like, just went to the Detroit Zoo. Like, like you mean a gas chamber, nigga? Like, what, what are you talking about? The Holocaust Center? What the fuck is that? <laughs> like, the Holocaust Center? You're a press secretary, dog. Like, this isn't fucking, like, Jared Kushner, like, I don't know if you, you're familiar with Jared Kushner. Jared Kushner is uh Trump's son in law. Uh, and he's like his I don't even like want to
3: hear his name. I wanna know what the fuck, who, fuck he was.
0: The thing about Jared Kushner is like he's um he's Trump's son in law. He's married to Ivanka. And he has like he's I think his title is like uh uh senior aide or something like that. Like it's it's a very unofficial title that involves no um No congressional hearings. They don't quiz him or question him or some shit. It's just basically an advisor. But he has like mad power with no fucking responsibility. He's in his father-in-law's ear. He's influential. He's in charge of doing all kinds of shit that he's not qualified for. Just off the strength of being a son-in-law and shit. And even, it's not like... My point is that it's not like it was the... Son in law who says something crazy, who's has no experience in politics. That was like, yeah, Hitler didn't even do that. It's the fucking press secretary. Like, this is the guy whose job it is to do the exact opposite of that—to smooth all that crazy shit over and to like and, put mm-hmm. everything and make it sound and good. He's, and, and he's
3: making it worse.
0: And exactly, and, he's making it worse. He's doing the exact opposite of what his job is, and he does it almost daily he goes in front of the press and says some wild shit that gets him in trouble and you're supposed to be the guy who makes shit sweet and like i don't understand how he still has that job like how only in the trump administration can you be the guy who does the exact opposite of what you're supposed to do and you still retain your position like i i I don't understand how sean spicer is still employed at this point but I almost kind of appreciate it because it's comical at this point. I just—it's funny. This
3: shit going backfire to them. It. It's like it's not backfiring. they're just—they're just living life. Shit's going well with them. I mean, in, in the we whole, crack the
0: jokes, and
3: and the whole he continues is, to live. The whole country is just falling a fuck apart, dude. Yeah, it's such a, a it's such a shit show. It really. <clears throat> Excuse me. It really is though. It's like the epitome of just shit show, dog. I, I'm just so done with this this country and they're doing stuff so fucking done
0: it's it's a fucking reality show or like a like a sketch it's like chappelle show but real like like how how does this exist and how does this happen It's, it's 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 comical like how do you have this situation happening and i i'm waiting for like somebody to go you know we shouldn't have this going on and we should probably just like get all these people about it here, but it's kind of like they're allowed to prosper and do what they do and then like the pundits and the the reporters and they all like they all go like oh that's crazy what he said or oh it's so funny and like what the fuck's going on but we're just talking about it like oh this is hilarious but nothing's really happening and like the reporters can't fire sean spicer or anything like that but like i don't understand how Everybody is saying, like, what the fuck's going on? This is ridiculous. None of this makes sense. All this shit is crazy. And it continues that way. Like, it's not like no one's making a change. I don't get how, especially if you're Trump, right? You already have a whole bunch of people who are picking apart everything you say and saying that you're full of shit. You're ridiculous. You're crazy. You're, everything you say is stupid. Whatever. And then you got Sean Spicer going up on TV, supposed to be the guy who's supposed to clean all that shit up, and he's saying even crazier shit. Like I if I was Trump, I would fire this nigga cuz I'm like you are making everything worse. It's already bad. My approval ratings are incredibly fucking low. And then I got you going up on stage talking about like Hitler ain't that bad. Like, what, like what are you doing, man? You making everything worse, dog. Like you got to get a body here. Like it's already bad, and now you talking about Hitler didn't. Hitler Hitler wasn't that bad. Hitler like that bad. Hitler, <laughs> Hitler didn't even bad. do that.
3: I, I just never thought in my time of, of, of being on this earth. That I would hear somebody say, Hitler
0: H- H- isn't that. Hitler wasn't that bad. Yeah, Hitler didn't do that. Like even Hitler didn't do that. Like, okay, man, what are you talking about, dog? Like nobody asked you about Hitler. <laughs> like why are you even bringing this nigga up, man? Yeah, like yeah. stay away from Hitler. Hitler is the. I even make that joke myself. Like when I'm trying to compare something that's really bad, I'd be like, yeah, uh, that's gonna be even Hitler didn't do that. Like it is my, so tongue in cheek. That could be my go-to, like. Hitler wasn't that bad. Yeah, and, like, I do it jokingly, and then, like, he did it seriously. Like, Hitler didn't even use chemicals. Like, okay, oh, my <laughs> God, dog, like, what are you doing? Like, you were the press secretary. I'm, like, a random motherfucker that works for fucking quick and long. Like, I don't do shit, dog. Like, what are you doing, man? Like, I make jokes about Hitler, like, in a f- totally tongue-in-cheek fashion, like, and you were the fucking... White House press secretary? Talking about Hitler didn't use chemicals? Like, oh my God. Like, why is this untrained ass guy out here adding, piling on to an administration who is fucking up constantly and is constantly getting negative press and your press secretary is piling on? Like, it's ridiculous. And this whole administration is a shit show. And I don't understand how if you could at least Cut out people who are making things worse Like right. you could be right. out here fucking up And right. people can talk about Donald Trump all day like Donald Trump fucking it up but Donald Trump can't fire Donald Trump like he can just be like okay Well say what you will about me but I'm going to continue to do what I do Because I'm the fucking president so suck my dick Hey
3: <laughs> what,
0: what was <laughs> I, I, Hey I, what I, I just I, when You, <laughs> so like you have the greatest Trump. thought ever <laughs>
3: <laughs> And I, I don't know the subject You were it, it, I think you made a Facebook post about it, but it was something that the Democrats did that was fucked up. Some in the last couple
0: of days, I might need you to be a little bit more specific. I know they've done a lot. <laughs> Damn, it was fuck.
3: I, did, I guess I'll tweet about it next time because I can't remember the post you did. But I don't know, it was something that uh, something that the Democrats did, and it was just like, yeah, fuck, never mind.
0: Fuck. Was it when um, they decided that? Oh, did I do was that something on Facebook? To last,
3: like two, three days.
0: The th- only thing I said about the Democrats was that they said that when they regained power, they restored the filibuster.
3: Oh, maybe that was
0: maybe. That, that was, was the only thing I, I mentioned. Maybe
3: that was. I don't
0: know. I, I thought it was deeper than that, but
3: and I mean that's I mean that's relatively. Deep, yeah,
0: that's like a <laughs> that's a little bit deeper than I think our listeners will care yeah, about. Okay, never mind. So never I don't mind. think it was anything too crazy. Right, I can't. Yeah, that's cool. I can't think of anything else I might have said about that. Okay, they're they're in a position where the um the basic the basic idea behind that was that when Trump decided that he wanted to have Neil Gorsuch take over the uh, vacant Supreme Court spot, mm. it was shot down because you need a sixty forty uh, majority to get that through, and he didn't get the votes to get the sixty forty majority. Uh. So okay. they did what was called a nuclear option where they did a vote where they changed how it's, uh, how it's done to where they just needed a regular majority, which would be 51, 49. And, um, so they pushed Gorsuch through, uh, based upon changing the, changing the law essentially to where you don't need the 60, 40, you just need fifty fifty one fifty, 51, 50. And, my thought behind that was, OK, so you you changed the law to get uh, your Supreme Court justice confirmed by a simple majority. But the downside to that is that if Democrats ever take power, now they can use the 5150 majority in, in a similar situation uh, I got you. to get to get what they want. But then Democrats were like, if "We take power, we're gonna restore the sixty 40 I'm like, "You being a pussy, that's some pussy shit." If you your plan should be, oh, well, we get in power, we gonna use that 51-50, 51/50 majority in our favor. Uh, but okay. right. so my idea was like, the Democrats are pussy because they could be using that same shit to their advantage, but yeah. they're so fucking pussy, yeah, they, are they okay. won't do that shit, they are. and that that that's their main problem is that the the Democrats the Democratic Party isn't willing to do what needs to be done to get what they want through. And if you look at Obama's uh, tenure as president, he did a lot. There were a lot of instances in which he didn't get shit done that he would have liked to have gotten done because of following the rules. Uh, When Republicans get into power, they will do anything that needs to be possible. They will skirt any kind of guidelines. They will change shit. They will do whatever they need to do to get what they want done. And he wasn't willing to do that, and they are. And that's a lot of the reason why Republicans are far more successful in politics than Democrats are, because essentially Democrats are too pussy to do what the Republicans are willing to do. And to see them, to see the Republicans say, uh, to find a way to get Gorsuch nominated. I mean, get confirmed and then to see the Democrats go, well, we if we get back in power, we're going to restore it back to the way it was instead of taking advantage of it like the Republicans did is pussy to me. So that was the only thing that I mentioned. I can't. That makes sense. I don't think that's what you're referring to though, because I very very briefly I didn't even comment. I just posted the story and just put SMH. (laughs) So I didn't didn't say anything. I thought that
3: was. I mean, the the filibuster thing sounded familiar, but yeah, like you say, it's probably a little too deep for shit anyway. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So so did you have anything else? I I mainly mentioned the topics that I had. Um, I don't know if you had topics you wanted to discuss. We got time if you wanted to.
3: Um, that was pretty much. I mean, most of the stuff you mentioned. Um. That was pretty much stuff was on my agenda. Uh United, uh, our whole ass president. Um Russ Westbrook. Uh yeah, where are we at? It's cool, but it's two thirty, fuck. Yeah. 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 We're good for the week. All um right. So yeah. Uh as always, find the podcast, what up though? At uh no, oh, at what up doe, <laughs> on Twitter. My um, our email what updo podcast at Gmail and our individual. Uh, I'm for now blame Otis and um uh, Mike is uh Mike underscore Aaron. I'll be changing my name next week.
0: Oh yeah, know. spoiler. Yeah, <laughs> so
3: um next week, yeah, something different. Uh but any other than that, you can always hit us up. We always look forward to questions. A lot of people are really making it easy by uh recording video or audio, so you know, you don't have to type all that shit out. Um, so always look forward to that. And, um, yeah, other than that, uh, we'll catch y'all foods next week. Indeed we will. Peace. Peace.